Hi, this is Lucy with Tea Time with Lucy, and I like to talk about spilt tea that I find on the internets. The internets that I find spilt tea on include Tumblr, Facebook, YouTube, and various other podcasts. Join me each week for a cup of tea and some tea talk. Thanks for listening in. I hope that you listen to my weekly ramblings uh, regarding spilt tea. Until next time. Hi, this is Lucy, and it's tea time. So let's uh, sip some tea and talk about the spilt tea that is all over the internets. And when I say internets, I mean uh, that tea that is all over Tumblr, Facebook, YouTube, and various other podcasts. Uh, The tea that I've been reading about today has been all about... Harry and Meghan. Um, I've read quite a few uh, Tumblr blogs and then I've read um, some comments on Facebook and I've watched a couple of videos on on YouTube. And one of the things that I've noticed is is that most uh, people who comment or um, YouTube about Harry and Meghan are from UK or Canada or another part of the world and um, I'm not aware of anybody from America uh, from the States uh, commenting on it so I thought it would be interesting if I put my comments out there and my thoughts on it uh, because you know I'm very much in line with uh, the general consensus out there in the United Kingdom that basically, you know, Harry has turned his back on his country and and Queen and on his duty and that Meghan um, is an opportunist. And, um, you know, I just wanted to share my thoughts on it. So, uh, That's why I decided to uh, create this podcast, and I don't know what's going to happen with it. I'm going to try to post it to Tumblr, and I'm going to try to post it to a YouTube channel. Um, But we'll see what happens. So uh, I'd like to just say that my comments are strictly my opinion. Uh, They're not based upon any fact. They're just my opinion, and my opinion has been formed formed by the things that I read Uh, on the internet and what I see on YouTube. Uh, Again, the my opinion on the whole Harry and Meghan thing is in line with what the general consensus is out there and and that consensus is that they both have failed to do their duty. They have turned their backs on Queen and country, and um, they're just behaving so badly. I mean, they just like spoiled little brats who are throwing tantrums, not getting their way. And you know what is what is it that they want? Well, 
Harry and Meghan want to benefit from being members of the royal family, but they don't want the responsibility or the duty that comes along with being a member of the royal family. And they want all the perks that go along with it. So they don't want to do any of the work. They don't want to have any responsibility. They don't want to have any of the duty, but they want all of the perks. So they want the title. They want the royal protection officers. They want the prestige of it. And they want to capitalize on, on those things. They want to capitalize on the royal family. They want to capitalize on the titles. Um, and they want to turn the monarchy into um, their association with the monarchy into a cash cow for them. And that is just completely unacceptable on several fronts. And they should not be allowed to do this. Um, if they don't want to be full-time working royals, then um, okay, they're not full-time working royals and you don't get the benefits of being uh, that go along with being full-time working royals. Go off, make your money, do what you do. But you can't do it with a title. You can't do it as a member of the royal family. Um, you will do it as just, you know, Meghan and Harry. But that doesn't seem to suit them. You know, they want the royal title. They want to be able to use the royal title. They want the HRH. They want, um, you know, they want the money. They want the money. And I just don't, I know Harry gets it. I mean, he grew up in, you know, with the royal protocol. He grew up in the family. He knows, he grew up in the firm. He knows how things work. So, for the life of me, I can't, I mean, I, I just don't understand why he's going along with this. And, you know, with Megan, I, I just think that she believes she can change it. She believes that she can demand it. And she believes that, what she wants, she's going to get. And if she doesn't get what she wants, she's going to um, be really mean about how she hurts those people who keep her from getting what she wants. And so she has, you know, convinced Harry to disassociate with his family to disassociate with his friends and she's left him with nobody but her and that's just not healthy in my opinion that's not healthy at all when this Meghan Harry fiasco ends and it will end and it will end in a divorce and the divorce will be ugly that is my prediction when it ends Meghan will go off and she will be fine because Meghan is a survivor Meghan knows how to navigate and work in circles to where she can position herself to come out ahead 
to come out better than where she was before she entered into whatever circle she entered into. Um, she might have had, you know, her reputation might suffer a little bit, but she'll come out of it. And she'll come out perhaps not smelling like a rose, but she certainly won't look as bad as she looks now. And her net worth will have increased substantially. So she'll be fine. She'll be fine. Harry, on the other hand, will be a completely broken man. Because at this point, he is already an empty vessel. And when and, and he has nobody. He has ghosted his friends. He is not communicating with his family. He has turned his back on you know, anybody and everybody who has been a major support his entire life. Um, and he, he has nothing but Megan. So when she's gone, he will have less than nothing. And he will be severely broken. So I really hope that there are still people that um, are enough in his life that when he falls from this, um, they're there to pick him up and help him put back the pieces. Um, I, I really hope that there will be somebody there, whether it be a, a lifelong friend, whether it be a family member, you know, maybe not Charles or William. I mean, I'm sure that they'll be involved, but, you know, there's another family member that can discreetly be there and and there will have to be a lot of discretion when he falls and it, it is so broken um, I, I just hope that there is somebody there for him um, and I also hope that when Harry is picked up and taken back to the United Kingdom that Harry's son is with him as well um, I think it would be just an absolute tragedy if Harry's son um, ended up with with uh, with Megan because she will use that child as a pawn to get more money from the royal family and from the British public. That child will be used as a pawn. Um, in my opinion, she loves that child as much as she loves Harry, and um, which is not much. Um, she sees both Harry and that child as a meal ticket for her. Um, in her mind, she is set for life because of that child. So um, it would be a tragedy if the child ended up with Megan because the child would never grow up knowing that it was loved. The child would grow up being told that he was rejected by his father and, you know, the, the royal family. And that would not be fair to the child. That would not be fair to that little baby. Um, you know, I, I just, what a nightmare that would be. What a nightmare, what a continuing nightmare for the royal family to have to, um, you know, uh, play Megan's game 
in order for that child to, in order to see that child. I mean, how awful would that be? So that, that's, that, that, you know, that right there in a nutshell is my thought of what's going to happen. Uh, this marriage will end. It will be an ugly divorce. Um, Megan will come out ahead. Harry will be broken. And I'm hoping that there's somebody there for him and that the child ends up in the United Kingdom. Until that happens, there's this big debate over who, you know, who will pay for Harry and Meghan's royal protection officers. And I have an opinion on that. Um, one, I, I think they need protection. I think that they need royal protection. And I think Meghan does by extension. Um, because she is married to um, a member of the royal family, Prince Harry. Um, and uh, they have a son. And that, and, and that baby... Um, is of royal blood as well. So my opinion is, is that the royal protection officers are needed and they need protection. Um, but I also think that how it's paid for, um, they could do some creative things. You know, they can do something creative to pay for, for the royal protection officers to be paid for. And my thought process on that is that Harry and his son, uh, the royal protection officers for Harry and, and the child, are paid for by, you know, the, the British uh, taxpayers and maybe some money from uh, Prince Charles and, or, and maybe even from the Queen. I don't know. But it, it's paid for by, you know, on, on that end. And then the Royal Protection Officers for Meghan, uh, those officers are paid for by Harry and Meghan. That way, the British public is not burdened by, by Meghan's shenanigans. I mean, she doesn't want to be a full-time working royal. She doesn't want to live in the United Kingdom. Um, she doesn't want to follow royal protocol. She wants to um, make her own way. So if that is what she wants, then and she needs royal protection, then Harry and Meghan, you pay for Meghan's protection. That way, when she flies off to God knows where, you know, whether it be California or Canada or wherever, you know, she decides to go on one of her whims, um, Harry and Meghan are paying for that, and the British taxpayer, the Queen. Prince Charles, are not burdened by it. I think that that is a unique, a unique way of solving that problem. And it also makes Harry, not, yeah, it makes Harry and Meghan pay for, you know, for their, for what they've created. I think that's one of the things that is so, um, you know, that really just makes people angry is these two created this mess and they're expecting other people to pay for it. You know, if um, if Harry and Meghan have to pay for Meghan's protection, maybe they'll, you know, be more adult-like and kind of see, uh, yeah, this, is, uh, this isn't workable. This isn't su sustainable. 
So, you know, let's, let's kind of curb, you know, uh, curb down and, and pull back on this uh, lavish lifestyle because nothing's free. And I don't think that uh, Harry has a true sense of that. And I think that Megan is just the type of person that is from the view that I shouldn't have to pay for it. Yep, I know it costs money, but I shouldn't have to, have to, I shouldn't have to pay for it. Um, if they're put in a position of of Harry and and the baby are paid for by Queen and Country, uh, Megan is paid for by Megan and Harry. They might they might change their behavior, um, but it also might let Megan know that she's walking a real tight rope and if if she wants the goodies and if she wants to stay in the in the fold so to speak in the firm uh, she needs to decide if she wants to be a part of it or not um, and I don't think she wants to be a part of it I think she wants to be Megan whatever that means um, and I think she should be allowed to go off and be Megan, but while you go off being Megan, you pay for it yourself. You pay for that. Um, those are my thoughts. Those are my feelings on it. Um, I, w I wish it were different. Um, it, it makes me very sad that the monarchy is being damaged by these two individuals. Um, Harry should know better. Harry should have more respect for queen and country. Harry should should be putting duty above all else. Um he he really should and he he should have he should have known um that you can't turn your back on your country and on your queen and think that people are going to be okay with that. He should have known that. Um, and he should have had enough character. He should have had enough strength of character to, to do his duty. I'm really, that's where my disappointment is. My disappointment is with Harry, not with Megan. Nope. Um, you know, Megan is who Megan is. I mean, she, she wants the world and, you know, she, um, is willing to do anything to get it. Um, she's incredibly ambitious and tradition and institutions be damned. Um, she's not the only... She's not the first woman in the world. She's not the first person in the world to behave this way. There are many people in the world who behave this way. There are many people who have lived, you know, many people throughout history who have lived this way. And, um, you know, she's not the first and she's not the last. At the end, when it's all said and done, I, I, um, 
the, the monarchy, I think, will have been damaged. I think they'll be okay. Um, I think a lot of pressure will be on um, the Cambridges to um, to help bring the monarchy out of this darkness that is being created by Meghan and Harry. I think that, you know, um, Edward and Sophie will be a big part of helping to repair that image. And I, I think Eugenie and Jack will be there too. And I, I think I read somewhere that uh, Zara and Mike Tyndall are moving to Australia, but I can tell you, I think they would really help bring the, uh, you know, bring the monarchy out of some of this darkness because they have really powerful, dynamic, positive personalities. Um, you know, it's just, it's something that they're going to have to work and band together. Um, and it's not so much because of Megan, it's more what Harry is doing or is allowing to happen. Uh, he, he bears the brunt of the responsibility here. He, he really does. Um, Megan wouldn't have been able to do what she was doing had Harry, um, you know, stood up to her. Um, so he really is, uh, he, he carries the water uh, of the responsibility on this. Uh, it, is, it is solely, not solely on Harry, but a lot of it is on Harry. Um, so that, those are my opinions, and that's where I, uh, that's where I'm going to leave it for now. Um, I think I'll just go make myself another cup of tea. Until next time.